This is Jessica. And this is Kelly. And this is the Chasing Brighter podcast. Kelly, I know that we're obsessed with longevity, um, having glowing skin, um, healing our gut. And I love Warrior Strong Wellness products. Um, we love, we talk all the time, the multi-collagen protein powder, the collagen tides and bone broth. But I'm also obsessed with the ashwagandha. Um, it really helps me manage my stress levels and stay calm. Um, Kelly, are you adding ashwagandha into your routine, your supplement routine? I am. Jess, you remember I was having all these like stressful, this stressful situation happening with my kitchen reno. And yeah. I started taking two of these a day in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed a level of calmness that um, I'm able to sustain throughout the day that really helps me not feel so anxious. Yeah, I was taking two in the morning and two at night. I stopped taking my two in the morning because I was like, is this really doing something? And then it, like my, I feel it. You know, when you wake up and you're stressed, you kind of feel it in your stomach, you feel it in your chest. Just taking two in the morning really helps me feel calmer. Um, And if you check it out on Warrior Strong Wellness, coupon code Chasing Brighter, that's one word, Chasing Brighter for 10% off. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. We're so excited today to have Cravings and Cocktails LV. Cravings and Cocktails LV is an influencer page dedicated to helping tourists and locals find restaurants serving the best food and cocktails in the Vegas Valley. With restaurants ranging from the Strip to hidden gems located all around the city. Crystal Caltagirone came up with the idea a year and a half ago with her sister, who was a local journalist. Since then, she has made a name for herself in the city and become a trusted voice to her over 16,000 followers. Her personality and love for food helps her audience connect with her and her experiences. Welcome, Crystal. Yeah, welcome. Hi, ladies. It's so nice to meet you. We're so excited to have you today. You know, this is so crazy how powerful food influencers are becoming, right? I had read that. Yes, I had read that food influencers make a huge impact. 62% of consumers say they are more likely to purchase a product after seeing it recommended by an influencer. Influencer marketing in the food industry has a 10 times higher return on investment than traditional advertising. And 92% of consumers trust recommendations from people they follow, even if they don't know them personally. That is very, very impressive. Yes. And we saw, I don't know if you saw that in Vegas, there was like this, this pizza. I wish I did better research of that pizza place that was like going to close and an influence. Yes. Yes. And because of Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yes. Yes. It's, it's, it's become such a big thing. And when I first started, I had no idea that this was something that people did around, you know, Las Vegas. I had no idea. And then now since becoming a part of this community, I've been able to meet so many other food influencers that, you know, really kind of help these businesses and help get people in there and stuff. So it's, it's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. And, um, I, I mean, I know that's what I do. Kelly, how do you find places like my friends are just sending me DMs, 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 DMs. And then I'm like, oh, I want to go here, here, here. And that's like my list of places to go is through Instagram. How about you, Kelly? Um, I feel like I'm a little Gen Gen Xy. I'm not <laughs> on the new wave yet. And I use websites. <laughs> um, but there's a couple that I go to, which is like the ones that are like eater is a really popular food site that like it constantly is updating like the top 10 and thrill list. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what, and we've talked about this before, it's social media is the latest and greatest, right? If you want to see what people are eating at restaurants, um, when you are going to go somewhere, you can see like what people liked, you can, um, get the latest events that it may be happening, um, at that restaurant. So social media is such a becoming such a huge, um, avenue for that for sure. Yes, it is. So Crystal, we'd love to hear just a little bit about you and how you kind of came to this point. Yeah. So, um, so I was born in Los Angeles. I moved here to Vegas when I was three. So I've been here ever since. Um, I started this with my sister. My sister is a local journalist, so she would get invited to a lot of restaurants and cocktail tastings and bar openings and all of these different exciting things around the city. And I was always her plus one. Um, so about a year and a half ago, we were sitting at a local restaurant and we were just talking, we had a few cocktails. And so I just started telling her like, Hey, I really want to start a page. And, you know, she thought I was joking and, you know, and then like a month later I brought it up again. And then I just came up with the idea to just start posting all the pictures because prior to coming up with the idea, I would always go to the restaurants and take pictures and videos. And then, you know, once I started, I had a bunch of pictures and videos from other places that I visited. And that's kind of just how it started with just pictures. And then um, Instagram moved to doing reels, which is basically like videos and you know you could put a bunch of different pictures and um things in that reel so um i you know started doing that and we would go to a restaurant and we would order about four to five different items um some cocktails as well and you know you'd edit it together in the reel and then you know you post it you put your content on there and um just kind of really interact with the people that are following you and and things like that and it's just become something it's grown so fast faster than i thought it would grow but it's really been a big big part of my life and i absolutely love doing it yeah you've kind of blown up and is this so i mean how much time uh or i guess what i want to know is like how many places do you go to a week um so before we were probably at about maybe two a week um sometimes that would vary um because like i said when i started out it was just the places that my sister would get invited to because she was writing an article and then once we created the page and we started posting a lot of local restaurants will actually reach out to us via instagram and ask us to come out through there so since then um i've probably gotten up to about maybe three to four places a week so it's But it's a lot of fun and it's great meeting, you know, the workers, the people that, you know, the restaurant owners, um, you know, just interacting and meeting new people and, you know, just the experience, it's everything. It's, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And you do always get to go back in the kitchen stuff. Cause I know on some of your reels, you're kind of in the back. Do they, do they let you do that? Um, for me, it just depends. Cause I don't do this full time. Unfortunately, I do have a full time job. So a lot of the times I can only get out like, you know, five o'clock during the week or I would get out on the weekends. And so those are their busiest times. So it just kind of depends on the restaurant. There's some restaurants that aren't so busy at those times and I can get back in the kitchen, but if they do have a lot going on and they're busy, sometimes it's difficult to do that. So it's kind of a mix of both. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, um, I'm interested in where this, um, kind of came from for you. Like, I'd love to hear kind of about your family history, um, and what kind of got you, you know, interested in, you know, trying new things, the love of food. 
Um, well, you know, when I think about that, I can remember like being a kid and one of my earliest memories of just like food and loving food was, um, I was about maybe eight or nine and my dad's parents live out in Los Angeles. And so my mom sent us out there, my sister and I out there for the summer and we were there for like about two and a half months and we came back and my mom was just like, who is this? This is not my kid because I had ate so much over the summer and I had gained like 15 pounds. And so my mom was just like, wait, what? And so that's like really one of the earliest memories I can remember of me like that's when I first realized that I really did love food and what I've learned since then is that it's really not only just about the food but it's really about the experience because a lot of the times when you know you go to a restaurant like like I said my sister and I are very close so when we go and we sit down to a restaurant we talk we catch up we chat we laugh we have some cocktails and so yes the food is amazing and it's great and it's amazing to try different places but for me the experience is also something that I will remember you know when I you know get older and I start thinking about oh I went to this restaurant and I'm going to remember the food but I'm also going to remember who I went with and what we talked about and everything that you know we experienced on that day so for me um, through the page I really want to allow other people that opportunity so if I can say hey I went to this restaurant and I had loved it I had a great time you go out you you know, you take your friends, take your coworkers, take whoever with you. And that way my followers can also build those experiences with their, their people as well. That sounds awesome. Um, sorry, Jess. I was going to say, I was just mentioning to somebody that sometimes like I've gone to various restaurants over the years. And like, I remember such, it's such a memorable, memorable meal. And it like wants me, I, I want to go back to have that mm-hmm. same meal. And then I go mm-hmm. back and it doesn't taste the same mm-hmm. or like it kind of is different. And I wonder for what you're saying is um, if my fondness of that experience is the overall experience, like mm-hmm. who I was with who and where it is in that right. moment. And it's almost like, does that elevate the flavor for me or that's something, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting because, and I think for me in doing this, that's what I'm realizing because, you know, I like, again, I love food and a lot of these restaurants are absolutely phenomenal. And I love having that opportunity. But like you said, it really is the experience of who you're taking with you, you know, whether it be a coworker, whether it be a family member, a best friend, whoever, you know, just making those memories and being able to sit there and eat and talk and laugh and just be, you know, all in it is really what it's about. And so that's really what's gotten me through this and and really what's what makes me so excited about it. And when when it was growing up, did you just have the one sibling, your sister? Yes. And when you went back um, to LA with your grandparents um, and you said you remember just really indulging in food during that summer was that um eating out or was that family meal no it was actually more of my family cooking Um, my grandma and my grandpa were really really big into cooking like they would cook every day you know even when i wasn't hungry it's like are you hungry eat something and i found myself eating even when i wasn't hungry um but i you know i think that that kind of started me to be like okay let me you know try different things and you know i am not too big on cooking myself (laughs) but you know i i love being able to try different different food for sure so were you a picky kid or were you kind of open to trying all different things um 
I think I can be a little picky. Like there's certain things even now as an adult, I'm not into, like, I don't really like mashed potatoes, you know, um, there's certain things that I'm kind of just like, yeah, but I think in doing this, I have definitely, you know, pushed myself to be outside of the box and try other things. Cause sometimes when you go to restaurants and, you know, people are so used to going to their go-to item, you know, whether it be chicken fingers or burger or whatever it is. And so doing this, I'm finding that, you know, when I talk to, you know, the, the chef and they're like, Hey, this is our specialty item. And I look at it and I'm like, Oh, I don't know. And then, you know, they bring it out and it's like, wow, this is something I would have never thought to try. And so that's one of the things that I love doing too, is because I think that a lot of my followers are like that too. When they see certain things, they'll comment and say, wow, I would have never, you know, thought to order that. And yeah. you know, because you ordered it and you're trying it, you know, it must be good, you know? So, you know, just trying to be a little bit more out of the box is what I'm trying to do just because there's so many amazing foods out there that, you know, I wouldn't know about if I don't try. So I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm just like, you know what, I'll try anything once. (laughs) Yeah. So in terms of dining and going out, especially trying somewhere new, Mm -hmm. you know, there it's, it is easy. Like you're saying to gravitate to the things, you know, that you like, but they're very safe, right? Like a hamburger, Mm -hmm. Fred calamari, whatever those things are. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, so let's say you go somewhere, you don't get a chance to interact with the chef beforehand. I mean, how do you know, or what sort of approach do you take in, in terms of like discovering what are the like hidden gems, or maybe they're just the rock stars of the menu? Um, I think a lot of the times what I am starting to do now is, um, a lot of the times I'll speak to the waiters about like, what are, what are items that people love? Not necessarily items that, you know, go to, like you said, like a burger or whatever, but what are items that people like, but they didn't even really know that they would like. And so a lot of the times they will, you know, suggest certain items. And, you know, I think before when I first started, it would always be like, oh, okay, I'm looking at the menu and I like this. I want this. I want this. But now I'm starting to get to the point where I'm talking to, you know, like I said, the the waiters and the the staff and just saying, hey, what do you recommend? Because, you know, in doing that, a lot of the times it's something that's not even like a big menu item. And again, it's something that people would not even think to try. And so doing that kind of gives me the opportunity to show people different things that they wouldn't even know that they, you know, wanted to try. And kind of looking at maybe, I don't know, like your mission or whatever, um, is it just to share your experiences or only to share your positive experiences? Like my question is, let's say you go someplace and right, like the staff is rude, the wait time is a long right. time and the food is meh. Would, would you still post it or like what's kind of your. Well, I think for me, um, I've only had, so like I said, been doing this for a year and a half, I've only had maybe two experiences where it was just god awful. And other than that, most of the experience that I had were actually really, really good. However, with that being said, for me, I still share it just because just because I had a bad experience doesn't mean my followers might. And there's a lot of the times where I've even had people message me and I've said very, very good things about a restaurant because I had a great experience and they went and they were like, no, I didn't have the same experience that you did. So I think that's usually relative to whoever that person is, whoever that day and who they get. And, you know, like kind of what Kelly was saying, like sometimes the food will taste a little different for a lot of different reasons. So for me, I like to still put it out there just because, 
maybe it wasn't my cup of tea, but somebody else might still enjoy it. And I definitely don't like, cause I know a lot of other influencers um, that, you know, they're very honest and, and that's great. And I'm not saying I don't want to be honest with what I'm doing, but for me, I just don't want to bash a restaurant or to say, cause it might've just been me. Maybe I just didn't like the food that, you know, like I said, somebody else might have a different experience and I never want to be responsible for possibly, you know, causing bad reviews at, at, at a place, you know, or causing a place to, you know, shut down just because I, you know, I have the following and I didn't like it, you know? So for me, if I go and a lot of the times, you know, the, the restaurants do comp me the meal. So I just feel like it's just right to at least post about it. Now, if I do have a bad experience, I'll post about it one time and that'll be it. <laughs> but a lot of the times when I have good experiences, you know, I'll post about them multiple times on different, you know, different months. So today is, so we're in March. So maybe in May, I'll post about that restaurant again if I really did have a good experience. Is it also like there are ways maybe that you can provide information without telling like the service was really great and the atmosphere had a good vibe, right? Instead of like the Mm -hmm. food was crap or whatever or vice Mm -hmm. versa, right? The Mm -hmm. food was fantastic, but the service was not. So it's almost like you can kind of spin it, right? Right. Right. to show the strengths. And I also think too, like, and I don't necessarily think waiting is bad, but you know, um, just letting people know, like pack some patience, you know, like there's okay. places right. I love to go. That's a wait or whatever, you know, right. I mean? right. right. That's true. Be prepared, yeah. whatever, but yeah, no. So, cause it also seems like what you're saying is, is you're sharing your experience, right? Like right. The right. Place I'm going, these are my experiences. Have you checked this yeah. place out? And I find too, I don't know if it's because, it's Las Vegas. Um, but I mean, I'm trying to even think if I've had a bad experience. I don't know, because I think we have incredible service here. Um, and I agree. travel, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be like, where's the water? Where's, you know, we have like, <laughs> think and there's more water in there, you know, just different things. I feel like no matter where I go, um, and, and not really on the strip necessarily, but, um, right. And see, that's the thing, too, because like I said, I really I've never really had an experience where I was just like, no, I would never post about this. Like, yeah, like I said, like what you were kind of saying, too, it's like there might have been times where, you know, you know, the, the food wasn't the best, but still the experience is still, you know good and so that's why for me i still choose to you know kind of put that out there and just let them know you know how does so it got me thinking about my experience i did have a not great experience in henderson just at that that cocktail lounge by your house mm-hmm. that my husband and i walked out of but it was during covid and so okay there was a lot of stuff happening and mm-hmm. i think do you, so I guess that led me into this question, which was, um, how do you find the experiences kind of changing now with now that COVID is sort of going away in terms of like, to me, the experience, like happiness and like stress of the staff versus the food and the quality, I mean, chefs and turnover and all those things have been happening. Um, how have you seen that change in the last 18 months? Um, Hmm. You know, I don't know if, and I think sometimes when the staff knows like, okay, this is an influencer, this is somebody who's going to post about it. You know, if they know that I'm coming and I have it set up, then, you know, I think a lot of the times that might make them be a little bit more aware of certain things where it's like, okay, we got to make sure the water's coming on time. We got to make sure the cocktails are good. We got to make sure this is coming. You know what I'm saying? So I think sometimes if that's, you know, cause I, you know, they will reach out to me and say, Hey, can you come on this day? 
So they make their staff aware that this person is coming. And same thing with a lot of the other influencers that I know. It's like they know so-and-so is coming. So I think, you know, sometimes that's that's kind of like how they move because they know that this is something that's going to be posted and they want to make sure everything is good. Because um, like I was saying, I have had people message me before and say like, oh, I went and this is what I experienced and it wasn't as, you know, good as what you experienced. So I think sometimes because of that, it can be a little bit of a downfall and that's why, you know, I respect what Keith Lee is doing because you had talked about Keith Lee and with him, like he just kind of goes places and, you know, doesn't tell anybody who he is, doesn't say he's coming or anything. He just kind of pops up. And so it's a little bit different, I think, for that, because Mm -hmm. they see him as like a regular person unless they know who he is, which now everybody knows he is. So I'm pretty sure he can't go anywhere now without people knowing him. But I think that experience is a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. And it's two different intentions in some way, right? right. One is sort of like finding the hidden gems. And in some ways you're an arm of the marketing for that restaurant, Correct. right? Which yeah. is, exactly. you know, both of those things are great and needed. Uh, so interesting. Let's get into this cocktails component. Kelly and I love a good cocktail. Oh, yes. Like, okay. In a restaurant, you know, like if I'm going someplace, like okay. hopefully new, not my little local place. It's like, I want to, I want to like try their cocktails and see what. Mm-hmm. And so when, um, why do you think you chose to also include kind of a cocktails? Um, I definitely agree with everything you were saying. Cause I'm like that too. Like I love a good drink. Like I love a good drink. And so I feel like, you know, in talking, I don't want to keep using the word experience, but, <laughs> and you know, when you go to a restaurant and you, like you said, if you go, whether it be an upscale restaurant or whether it be a restaurant that just has like a bar, you know, and if you really are going for like the whole experience to me, I'm like, you got to add a cocktail because that just gives you like that whole vibe where you're just now you're chilling, you're having a good time, you're sipping, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like a, like a chill experience. And so for me, like I always love to try the one place, the one thing I ask is every time I go to a place that has a cocktail, I'm like, what's your specialty cocktails? Because I love trying a cocktail that no other place has. Um, I love an espresso martini. And of course, pretty much everywhere it has them. But the cool thing about that is everywhere is different. You know, there's sometimes where I have them where they're like a little bit bitter or some of them are sweet mm-hmm. or some of them have vanilla in it, more espresso, less espresso. So every time, you know, even ordering that, it can be different anywhere that you go. Um, you know, and I definitely like you know things like ordering a spritz you know that's always great that's refreshing um margarita you can never really go wrong with the margarita um and you know again like a lot of the restaurants do have like their specialty cocktails that you can only get there and so if i go somewhere that has that i'm gonna try it because you know you want to go for that new thing that you can get anywhere else that's interesting we actually i went out with some girlfriends to um, a mexican place in my neighborhood and the server had, so we're just going to order like a pitcher of margaritas. It was a pretty intense dinner. Um, <laughs> we went through lots of pictures, but she said, Hey, you know what? I, um, I sort of have my own margarita that I, it's like a lavender margarita recipe that, um, I've been kind of making, it's not on the menu. Would you guys like to try it? It was like six pictures later of the lavender margarita. <laughs> I kept ordering it and ordering it. It was really, really good, but it wasn't on the menu. And um, I think it was just kind of, that was a cool experience too, that that server kind of changed our experience by offering yeah. that. Have you, have you been to table 34? 
Yes, I have. I was going to say they, they tout yes, the best espresso yes, martini. Yes. Martini. Oh my gosh. Yes. And, and when I went, I had to get it. I had to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, they were I was amazing. like, you're saying this is the best. I have to taste yeah, it. Yeah. It's literally labeled as the best. So it's like, you got to try it. Absolutely. Um, Oh, I was going to, uh, now I, the, the question fell out of my head. Um, <laughs> oh, I know. Okay. So, so you're going to all of these places, you know, up to four a week. Um, does that limit your time? Do you have some, some favorites, you know, that you still, some, some local places that you still like to go to? Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of places that I would want to go back to. Um, but in doing four a week, I kind of get tapped out to, you know, because then you have to go home, you have to do the content, you have to shoot, you know, edit the videos and stuff. So, and then I, again, I have a full-time job. So there's definitely more places that I would love to go back out to, but unfortunately sometimes I can't just because of my time constraints, but there's definitely a lot of places that I have on my list. Like for instance, Basilico, um, Italian restaurant just recently opened, I think about a month ago and the, oh my God, the food was so amazing. And that's one that where I was saying like, it's food that I would never you know, think to order, you know, but everything was amazing. Everything was amazing. And, you know, it was one of those things where I was happy that I was able to get those items because again, I would have never known that they were as good if the, you know, the chef didn't recommend like, Hey, this is what we recommend. This is our best seller, you know? And so that was such an amazing experience that, um, you know, I can't wait to go back and I would love to get that one on the books again. Cause it was great. So. And where is that at? It is off of 215 and uh, Durango. Okay. Okay. And um, are there, so if you have friends, family coming into town, are there top places that you recommend that you're like, you absolutely, so Basilico's on there. Any other places that you were like, you have to go here? Yes. Um, via Brazil, um, a Brazilian steakhouse absolutely phenomenal um the owners are just so sweet the staff is amazing you know it's all you can eat so you can never go wrong with all you can eat um and so their food is phenomenal so i'd always recommend them um they are stuffed my turkey which they their food is very unique because they serve a lot of their menu items in an 18 inch turkey leg and so you can have like you know it's pasta so there's one like it's a pasta dish so it's it's uh, Alfredo. So it's pasta, it's shrimp, and it's inside of the turkey leg. And it is absolutely phenomenal. The first time we went there, we went with my nephew, my sister's son, who's five, and he's a little foodie himself. So sometimes you'll see him in the videos and stuff. And he loves, you know, eating as well. But um, so, and he ate basically almost the whole thing. Like we barely got any of it, but it is phenomenal. And you, and you look at it and you're like, eh, I don't know, but it is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so that's great. Um, my mom's originally from New Orleans. So anytime my New Orleans family comes out here, I always have to recommend like a DB's Cajun Kitchen, um, Taste Buds, because they have Creole food and jerk and seafood, because, you know, that's another thing that I grew up on. And so those are amazing places as well. Um, Waffle Brothers is a great uh, breakfast place. They have amazing, amazing waffles. Um, They have this waffle chicken sandwich that's amazing. So they have a lot of good food as well. So there's a lot of places that again, like through doing this, I really had the opportunity to try out and see, cause I'm, I used to be like a chain person. So I would go to Olive Garden or Red Lobster or, you know, Texas Roadhouse. And 
you know, of living in Vegas for 30 something years, like there's a lot of places that I didn't even know that were there. And so for me, you know, having this opportunity to do this, I love being able to go to a place that I would have never even known about and try the food out and talk about it. And, you know, just kind of let people know like, Hey, this is here, you know? Crystal, you're killing me. You're adding more to my list. You're not helping. I am not hurt. You said it's called stuff my turkey. Yes. What? Yes. No, that's, I mean, I was thinking our kids would love that. I can just taste it. Like the the turkey, like broth mixed with the pasta. It really sounds like the ultimate comfort food. That sounds delicious. Yes. Yes. That sounds amazing. Well, I've been trying, um, in the month of March, Kelly and I had been doing so much on travel and, Mm -hmm. um, we had Sierra Redmond on and she was talking about, um, travel is kind of going outside your norm and travel can be in your area. And mm-hmm. just made me realize I love traveling so much, but I have three kids and we're in sports and it's just very limited time. And right. so I been like, how can I make an experience on the regular here just by going like, you know, I'm following you. I'm trying to see where people are going. And then it's like, okay, that's going to be like our night or the day with the kids or to try all of these places because mm-hmm. we uh, and no matter where you live, there are these little places that you haven't heard of that you yeah. can have a whole new experience. Um, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's so true. And again, like I said, being here for 30 years, there's a bunch of restaurants that have been around for that long. And I, I was like, wow. And, and it's funny because, you know, you drive, you know, if you're driving to work or you're driving to, you know, the grocery store or whatever, you drive past the same roads all the time, but you don't pay attention to, oh, that's that's there, you know, and there's so many places that, like you were saying, you know, traveling, you know, within Vegas, you travel 15 minutes and, you know, there's a place that you didn't even know was there. And you're like, oh, let me check it out. So it's it's just such a fun thing to like just to get to see that and to, to realize that, yeah, we we do have some pretty amazing food out here that people usually don't know about because most of the time they're on the strip, not to say that the strip food is not phenomenal as well, but you know, for locals, it's great to kind of see different places to go. Yeah, absolutely. We went, okay. I promise. I'm not going to keep asking you if you've been here. <laughs> what I want to ask you, cause we talked about cocktails. Have you been to Candelabra? No, but I have heard great things. I definitely, I definitely want to put that on my list for sure. Okay, they serve the co- One of the things you can order. I don't know if we posted it yet. I went, but, um, they serve the the cocktails on a candelabra. Yep. And there's like a whole bunch of beautiful. I didn't even realize it's a hookah lounge. I didn't even know when we went there. Um, but anyways, they have really fun presentation. Like we got um, uh, wings. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. wings, but they came on in like a birdcage. <laughs> they like removed the birdcage. That was a fun, that's a fun place. But those were yummy cocktails. Yeah, I definitely got to put that one on my list. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of goes into the decision-making process? I mean, it sounds like, um, you know, now with so many followers and, and being an influencer, you're saying places are contacting you, they're mm-hmm. cooking the meal, um, what goes into, I mean, into kind of choosing where you're going to go next? 
Well, I mean, a lot of the times I will reach out to a restaurant um, or vice versa. Um, but sometimes if I see something, because I'm very like kind of how you were saying, I'm the same way. There's a lot of other influencers that I follow as well. And if I'm on Instagram, I'm like, ooh, that looks good. I want to try that. So a lot of the times there are restaurants that I will reach out to and say, hey, you know, I'm an influencer. This is what I do. Would love to come out and check out the food. You know, you could check on my page, you know, just to kind of see, because I feel like my page is kind of like my resume, just so people can kind of yeah. see, <laughs> you know, how I do and, you know, everything like that. And so I would just let them know if you want to check on my page, just let me know if you're interested and you know a lot of the times they'll reach out they say oh yeah you can come out try this try that um so that's that's pretty much what usually kind of goes into it um uh, sometimes I'll look on Google, like some places that are, are close by that, you know, are highly recommended. And I would check those places out too. Um, so that's usually kind of what goes into my process. Yeah. And, um, I know we've, you know, said the word experience a lot, but I, but a lot. because it is right. I mean, it, it is an experience. It's not just food. Um, it's not just cocktails. It's the whole vibe, the experience who you're with all the things, um, right. Why do you think you're so passionate about sharing it with others? Well, I think that for me, um, I just like the idea of being real and being honest about, you know, who I am and what I'm going through. So a lot of times on my videos, you know, I'll be a little funny. I'll say jokes or, you know, you know, I I just like to really include my personality and everything because there are a lot of food influencers in Vegas that are out there. And they, again, I've met the majority of them. They're all very, very nice people. And I think the thing that we all have in common is that we all are, are different and we all, you know, know how to put our stamp on everything. And it's interesting because a lot of these restaurants will have things that are called influencer nights where they will invite the influencers out and they'll pick like 20 of the top influencers and we'll all go out, we'll all shoot content, we'll all have the exact same food. But what I find so amazing is that when you look at the videos, they're all different because we all mm. put our own stamp on it, whether it be the music that we use or the way you shoot the content or whether you're eating the food or you're playing with the food or whatever it is, like we all put our own stamp on it. And so that's one of the things that I love so much about this is that I get to be creative and I get to do it how I want to do it. And, but yet still share, you know, everything that I had and food, drinks, everything, but still put my own stamp on it. That's interesting because it shows too that um, everyone has their own experience, right? How they're mm-hmm. taking that in, how they're interpreting it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Kelly and I have talked a lot um, over this season, kind of about body love, body acceptance, um, body compassion, body positivity, all the things, self-love. And um, I know for myself, like we had a photo shoot. It is hard for me um, to see myself in photos. Right. But then I'm also like upset. Like if we go on a family vacation and I can't find a picture of myself, <laughs> like, how is that for you putting yourself out there? You're always doing kind of like, I mean, always, but like a walk-in, you know, I'm, you're, you're seeing you walk in, you see mm-hmm. your outfit, you're always just so cute, you know, like the whole thing. Does that ever, uh, do you ever pick yourself apart or does that ever get to you? Or have you always just been really confident? Oh God, no, I pick myself apart all the time. But, um, you know, what's interesting is I think in the very beginning, I was very self-conscious and sometimes I can still be, but then I got to a point where I'm just like, you know what, if I'm doing this, I got to be as accurate as I can. And so 
for me, like, I know there's people that, um, you know, they just show the food and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, a lot of the times, if I'm going to show the food, I I show myself eating the food as well. And my honest reactions, because, you know, I feel like that's important because yeah, anybody can go say, Oh, this is what I had. But if I'm showing my honest reaction from eating it, whether it be, Oh my God, you know, a shock face or, Oh my God, you know, whatever it is, you know, I feel like that's more authentic. And so there were times where I'd be like, Oh my God, my face looks fat my body looks fat and i still definitely deal with that but i think doing this is kind of weirdly helping me like conquer those fears i guess in a way of like and being more confident and being more just like okay this is how i look today but you know what i don't care i'm gonna go i'm gonna film i'm gonna be happy i'm gonna have fun and not let that get to me because like what you were saying, I'm, I'm very much like that as well. You know, I'm very hard on myself at times. And so there are definitely times when I do this and I'm just, I, I feel proud that I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it and I'm just gonna have fun and I'm not going to do this today. <laughs> like not today. Yeah. Yeah. And is there, I don't know, I get, we haven't been trolled or anything, but is there anything, anything negative that you've received and how do you deal with that? Um, no, actually I have not. Um, I think there's sometimes I've had a few comments where, you know, they would say something negative about like the food or the way something looks. And, you know, I think in the beginning I'd be like, okay, I'm just going to delete that. Cause I don't, I don't want any negativity on my page, but now I'm kind of getting to the point where if I'm going to be a page about people sharing their experiences, I have to let people, you know, share their experiences. Right. So even if it's not the best or positive, you know, I try to keep those comments, you know, on there just because I I want to make sure people have that, that space. And that's, that's what I'm trying to convey, you know, whether it be good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, I want to give them that opportunity to, you know, kind of speak whatever their truth is. So, um, but as far as, you know, I've never think thankfully, at least not yet had anybody say, you know, anything negative about me when I'm on camera or, or anything like that. For the most part, the people that do comment or that do message me are a hundred percent positive. And, and, and it, it really motivates me to keep going. You know, I just had a comment the other day. It was like, Oh my God, I love you. Love you guys. Love your page. You know, and, and that just makes me feel good. You know, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and what I hear you talking about is authenticity, right? And I, I don't know for you, Cal, how you, how you feel, but that's how I, I've just decided to let go. Like you're saying, like, just to put it out there. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I know what I look like. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like, I agree. I'm gonna, like find this other person that, mm-hmm. you know, is like a size two or something and pop that person out there. But, but I think it's like, the more you do that, the more you let go and just put yourself out there, put yourself out there. You're right. That has been helping with my love and acceptance. And also I'm sure all of us, like I love everyone and I don't look at people that way. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. looks at people the way we look at ourselves. So, yeah, know? that's true. That's what I was going to say. Really, oh, sorry. Go yeah. ahead, Kelly. No, I mean, the world's full of all different people of all different shapes and sizes. And I think part of this journey in social media and, and Jess and I with Chasing Brighter has been that is just like everybody, everybody has you know, there's so many different people out there and you find your niche and you find kind of people who are like you or who make you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. too. You right. Know? And I mean, and I, I've never really thought about it before, but now we're talking about it. I hope that 
through, you know, me getting on camera and, you know, showing myself and even like you were saying, the parts of myself that I don't like, I hope that that's helping other people, you know, do the same because it, it really can be pretty therapeutic for you to just be like, okay, like I'm just going to let go and I'm just going to, you know, not worry about it today. So I hope that in doing that, I'm helping other people to do the same. Yeah. I mean, you're That's awesome. Me. I think like I always just, unfortunately, even though we have a body positivity movement, like we don't mm-hmm. see clothes on different bodies. You know what I mean? It's like right. their clothes on like flat chested, tall people or whatever, which is not the way I look. So when you see different bodies, you're like inspired, like, Oh, look, you know, and I love, again, maybe I'm just obsessed with your dresses, but it's like, it's <laughs> more, more dresses, you know, she's so cute. Why did I not break dresses? Just things like that, that are really kind of simple when, when you see that out there and out there and out there, right? Like I call it, like I call it reprogramming myself. Like I've been reprogramming myself on what, what is beautiful, you know? And so right. the more that we do that, even though not, we don't always feel confident we're mm-hmm. showing someone else, Hey, listen, we're all different shapes and sizes. We're all, you know, we all, we're all, we all are different, but we're beautiful. And so the more we do that, I think we do inspire. So absolutely. You're, you're inspiring to me for sure. Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you so much. I feel like, um, you know, it seems like you blew up really fast. I mean, do you feel like that happened to you? Yes. <laughs> you know, kind of how has that transition been for you with it being a digital creator? Because like you said, you were still um, working full time outside of that. Um, it's been a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I try to find the healthy balance, um, you know, between working full time and, you know, doing this. And, you know, like I said, just got married and just got moved into a house. I've been moving all weekend. So it's been a lot. This month has been crazy, but, you know, I think for me, it's just realizing that I finally found something that I'm very passionate about and being able to have the opportunity to do it is really what gets me through and just, you know, makes me realize that not a lot of people get the opportunity that I have and I don't want to take it for granted. And so, you know, it's definitely like, like you were saying, you know, would you have three kids and, you know, they all have sports and stuff like that. And like finding that balance is not easy, but you know, you do it because, you know, you kind of have to, but at the same time, it's something that I enjoy doing. So I, you know, I have to make sure I have that balance in there. Yeah. Yeah. And how's married life? It's good. It's good. We've been married. December 2022 was our uh, wedding date. And so we've been married for about three months. And then, like I said, bought a house. So it's it's a lot going on, <laughs> but it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, the house and the moving is, it's, nobody likes it, right? It's no. just a lot yep. to, lot to deal in. with. Yeah. Um. So do you find yourself sometimes like when you're busy like that, like in addition to going out, what about like takeout and stuff? Um, yeah, I'll still do takeout. Um, you know, there are usually I, like I talked about not going to go to's right. But a lot of times when I am at home and I do takeout, it's usually is like a go-to, like a, you know, like a Roberto's or something like that. That I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, something easy or, you know, a pizza or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to do it as much because, you know, just trying between going out and trying all this food, you know, 
when I, when I have the time and then take out, it's like, okay, I got to try to find a healthy balance of like, yeah, correctly, you know? So I try not to do it as much. Cause if I know, like, for instance, like this week I went somewhere yesterday and then Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to two other restaurants. And so it's like the rest of this week, I'm going to try to eat at home, you know, eat mm-hmm. a healthy balanced meal just because, you know, I know that most of the time when I go out, it's, you know, not the best food for me. (laughs) So, you know, just trying to find a balance in that. They're trying to give you like a taste of everything too. Yeah. And that, you know, and I think it was last weekend we went to, um, gastro gastro, wait, toasted gastro brunch and, Oh my God, their food was amazing. It's like a breakfast place. And then they have mimosas and, you know, Bloody Marys and all these different cocktails and stuff. And the owner was absolutely amazing. And, you know, he brought out like eight different dishes and they were all huge. And it's just me and my husband. And I'm just like, we got to take this home. So we had it for like a whole week in the fridge. Oh man! And so, yeah, you know, it's stuff like that. And, and I enjoy it. It's great. But, you know, like I was saying, like just trying to find a balance so that I'm not constantly filling my body up with like things that aren't good, you know? So when I'm home, I try to find that, that balance. If I know I'm not, you know, eating at a restaurant that week or something. What are your go-tos for self-care or to help with that balance? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think for me, just kind of having my people, like the people that I have in my corner, being my sister, my husband, um, my friends, like that's usually what what helps me get through my aunt, who I'm really close with, my mom, who I'm really close with, like just having people in your corner or kind of, mm-hmm. you know, when, I, when I'm feeling like, you know, when we were talking about, you know, feeling a little bit down on ourselves, when I'm feeling that way, you know, I can go to my husband or when I'm feeling a certain way with work or whatever it is, I can go to my sister. And so just kind of having those people in your life that are your people, you know, that, you know, you can go to really kind of helps me in those moments. Yeah. That connection where, um, our April book club now I'm really early in the book, but it's connection, 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 good, Mm -hmm. really good relationships. It's not, you know, people always say money, right. Or just what they say will make them healthy, but it's, it's connection and relationships. true. You have been talking about that so much, right? It's like when you're going out, it's also who you're with, right? What yeah, that's true. Staying touch with yourself. It's that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I just, I thank you so much for being vulnerable with us and, and sharing about yourself, um, sharing about your journey. I mean, now I've got to like write down all these places to go. I, I, I am going to that Turkey place. The next. <laughs> that sounds amazing. And then I'm like, mimosas, what? Bloody Marys? I've got to <laughs> adding to my list as well, um, for sure. And Kelly gets out, uh, Kelly gets out, my, our parents live here. So Kelly, you get out a couple times a year or so. Yeah. Some for you turkey, turkey leg places on our list, Just <laughs> That sounds amazing. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining yeah thank you and thank you for what you're doing in terms of just raising the awareness and visibility of restaurant owners and and the service industry and just really helping support local businesses that's really awesome thank you guys so much thank you for having me it was great talking to you thanks for listening and joining us today and don't forget to follow us on social media at chasing brighter or on our blog chasingbrighter.com